Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for swinging by. I am super pumped with my guest today. I am super excited. You all know that I love talking about eliminating food waste. You know, I love talking about increasing consumption. I've got a group here today that is kicking ass, taking names, and I am thrilled that they are here. Please, everybody, give it up for my friend Grant Stafford, the co-CEO of Saver Pack. Welcome, dude. Welcome to the show. Really do appreciate it, Todd. This is great, great, great for us, you know, to be able to share with you what we're doing and, and uh, you know, have this discussion around food waste and, and all the amazing opportunities and, and things that are being done in the space. Yeah, for sure, man. I am so fired up about this. I always say I'm as fired up as a spider monkey on Mountain Dew on this topic because we have to continue <laughs> talking about it. You know, it's a huge, it's a huge massive problem. It, it is. It is. And I mean, momentum is so much a part of this, right? Like this, this topic's been hinted at and glanced at for decades now. And, and it kind of feels like now we're getting a little bit about momentum in this space with some really great players. You know, uh, yeah. I wouldn't call them competitors. I'd call them, I'd call them, uh, you know, compadres at this point for this. So, yeah. Well, your solution, you know what, you guys are solution solvers. That's, you know, you guys are, that's what it is. You're out solving. You're making solutions to solve a big problem, and I think it's fantastic. Before we get into this, because I have let me look, look 337,911 questions to ask you, so it's going to be a full show. But nonetheless, before we get started, tell everybody a little bit about your bio and your journey to this point, just so they get to know who you are a little bit. And then I'm diving deep, brother. I'm diving deep. Yeah, well, I've always kind of considered myself a creative problem solver. I graduated from Art Center College of Design. I also dabbled a little bit over at Caltech, um, and then from there we launched a company, uh, you know, with some with some friends at Caltech, and you know, built that up. And I've done that a couple of times. And I think you know what's always been captivating in my in my career is like I love applying the science, but the design and creative problem solving to to try and really uh, make a difference, right? And and for the last, I'd say. You know, 15 years I've been in the food side, you know, from appliances to, you know, high tech stuff and, and uh, you know, Saver Pack really kind of captured and embodied everything I'd love to do uh, mm -hmm. along with, you know, uh, uh, something that can really make a global impact, you know, that that is meaningful, right? Right. Yeah. No, 100% agree. And I love I love what you guys are talking about. We are eliminating waste, one carton, one shipment, one meal, one bouquet at a time. And I love that because that's a, that, that wide approach saying, hey, look, it is just not one part of food waste that needs to be looked at. It's all of it that needs to be looked at because it all intertwines together. And I think that's so great about what you guys are trying to do. And I'm looking forward to getting deep into it. Before we yeah. do it, let's frame up for everybody a little bit so they have a clear understanding. And I, and I, and I know the folks that listen to my broadcast and I talk about this all the time. They're going to, you know, I, I throw these stats out all the time because I think we have to keep banging them home. But I, how big of a problem is food waste in the United States? I mean, you know, the, the number that is being kicked around from a, you know, a, a monetary side is just astronomical. It's in the trillions. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but if you get back down to the nuts and bolts, like just even just the individual, if you look at the different buckets that, you know, uh, waste can happen, you know, it happens in the, in the farms, right. In the growing side. And, and that's in the, in the twenties, right. And you get to the commercial side and it's in the thirties and forties and you get at the home, you know, and it's, and it's back up to the forties, almost 50% waste. So it's significant, right? Like it's unreal, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, if you're running a factory, right, you would be like putting all your resources in to fix it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I 100%. You know, here's, I'll give you a stat that I throw out to people all the time because I think it kind of puts it into, you know, a, a little bit more of like a reality perspective. The food waste in the United States is the equivalent of every single American throwing away 650 small to medium sized apples at the same time. 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, the, so, stat, the stat that we used was uh, just over $2,000 annually. But uh, yeah. that, that, that number now is defunct with all the, you know, increases that we're seeing in our day-to-day lives. And, you know, I think um, we're also seeing, you know, consumers like almost get uh, to the point where they're so exhausted, they're even willing to throw more money at it to even fix mm-hmm. the problem. Right. Oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's fascinating to me when you start thinking about it. And then, you know, you tie in food waste and all this to global hunger. And you talk about all these other things, you know, all these millions and billions of people are coming to the planet. We got to solve some of these big problems. And these are really, really big problems. You know, food waste is not a little tiny problem. To your point, it's trillions of dollars. You know, take take a look at that 650 apples times 330 million people. You, you got to turn your iPhone sideways to get that number to come across the screen because it's so big. Right. It's yeah. crazy. So let's talk a little bit about about Saber Pack and what you guys are doing, right? What is the problem that you guys, you know, really are trying to solve? It, it really comes down to the fundamental issue of decay, right? The, what causes decay? Doesn't matter if it's hot food. It, it's just kind of the natural process of what's happening, right? And it's committed, right. you know. And and I think that's that's the nuance that we bring, you know, to our category is is we're leveraging you know, physics and, and the controlling of humidity, right, to slow decay, but to, more importantly, the things that matter, right, is preserve, you know, freshness, crispness, all those things that are sensory to us that, that you know, why we make food, why we grow food, we want to be able to consume it, right? And I, I think for us, like, we're in two categories right now. We're in the hot food category or commercial food service, where we're helping restaurants preserve restaurant quality food all the way to the door, right, or to the dining table. Right? right. And then and then the category that we just launched within is is produce. Right. How do we how do we put take the product that farmers put their heart and soul into and, and preserve that for the t- entire length of the supply chain? Right. And that supply chain actually ends at your table. So it's in your refrigerator. How do how do we preserve the food even from opening the package the first time through the life of using the product? Right. right so it's 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 quite a dynamic, um, uh, I guess, breadth of, of, of applications that we have, uh, which I think gets me even more excited because the, the global impact that we can make is not just like a singular point. It's actually a quite a broad spectrum of yeah, opportunities. For sure it is. Right? Yeah, for sure it is. I mean, and, you know, and I talk about that a little bit. I'm going to get a deeper into pros. I'm going to get into the food service side of it, too. But, you know, I, I, I always ask companies like yourselves, these young companies with these big ideas that are kicking ass doing stuff like you're doing, where'd this idea come from? Because I don't think you roll over on a Tuesday and get a cup of coffee and go, hey, guess what? I'm going to make this little drop-in deal. We're going to solve the food way. I mean, so seriously, I mean, you know, in, in all jest though, but where'd the idea oh, come I, from? I have to give all 100% of that credit to uh, one, my partner and, and one of our founders. There's three of us that are founders. It's Bill Bergen. You know, he's our, he's our uh, rocket science in residence, right? Yeah, he's a NASA, um, he's a, isn't he a NASA guy? He's worked on all sorts of space shuttle stuff to, you know, the largest plane in the world. Like he's, you name it, he's, he's probably had some, uh, some, some of his fingerprints on that, on that vehicle. So he, uh, he really solved this problem for himself, right? It goes back to, you know, one of those fundamental, like, uh, great things as an entrepreneur is like, you know, no, no better place than starting your own garage and solving your own problems. And, and really he solved it yeah. for himself and his, and his dissatisfaction with uh, his lunch when it came to eating it. And really what, at the end of the day, like, he's like, I can solve this. I have all the tools, you know, I know, I know I'm an expert in thermodynamics, which we can talk about a little bit later, but yeah. Yep. You know, I, I, I can, and he sat down and solved the problem. So it was quite, 
quite a, you know, I guess it's the honesty of where the problem came from and, and just the, this, the, the uh, eloquent, right, uh, solution that, that he came up with. And then, you know, we had worked with him in the past on some other projects and, and he came to uh, my other partner, Greg Maselli and myself and said, hey, can you guys help me commercialize this? I have no idea, you know, um, how we can make this, but, you know, I really just need some help. And it was just, you know, more of the honest friends helping friends kind yeah, of thing. And for that's sure. how we, that's really the, the, how we created Saberpack, right? I freaking, I love it. You know, I love that. And I love the fact that it's this idea and it's like, okay, now I need help. I have this brilliant idea, but it's like, okay, now I need help. I love yeah. that. I mean, that's, how, yeah. and that's how all the, that's how all the great ones go, man. It's just, you find that core group, those people that are purpose-driven with you, and you all jump in that life wrap, you start paddling, go leap of faith, here we go. And now look at you guys. And before I ask this next question, I want to frame this up a little bit so people get a clear understanding of how much you guys are making an impact. You guys have received Time Magazine's Best Inventions of 2021. You're a World Food Innovation Award winner, a Sustainable Packaging finalist, uh, the Yield Lab Institute winners. You won a deal with P&G, if I'm not mistaken, at the Consumer Electronics yep. Show. Yep. You guys won this. Part. You guys are already in the, you know, you guys are already in the in, in the fast track, lane one, swimming the fastest, you know, setting world records, you know, based upon what people are seeing you guys are doing right now. So it's super exciting, like I said, to have you guys here. So let's just get to the, the $1,000 question. What is Saber Pack? Thanks for joining the Todd Versation. And now a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Karen Nardotza, President and CEO of Moxie Marketing. On behalf of all the Moxers worldwide, thanks for listening to Toddversations and Toddbits. At Moxie, we're known for strategic marketing and PR, unique branding and packaging, award-winning web and graphic design, and trade show experiences that generate results. Whether you're selling B2B or B2C, a farmer, processor, commodity board, retailer, food service, or somewhere else on the supply chain, we make it easier to grow your brand and your business. From avocados to zucchini and petunias to protein, we help you tell your story, stand out, and achieve your goals. Get Moxie, and together we'll celebrate your success. Saberpack is more of the mission than the actual product, right? Our product, our okay. product is a vehicle, right? Our product is the vehicle to, to, to actually solve a big problem, right? We believe that food should be kept fresh, wholesome, and good as long as possible, right? So our mission, right, is to build, how, how do we turn ordinary transportation and, you know, let's say capsules, which let's say packaging in that aspect into time machines, right? Where we can preserve food for as long as possible to keep it edible and uh, as fresh as possible. Time machine. I freaking love that. You yeah. guys are many a food time machine. I absolutely love it. So let's get a little bit to it. I, want, I got a two-part question for you. First of all, tell me a little bit about the drop-in solution, what it is, and what, explain to folks what it is. I actually got one behind me yep. on the screen right here. Excellent. Um, and then and then let's tie in a little bit, if you wouldn't mind, talk about that, but then talk a little bit about thermodynamics. Kind of, I think it'd be a great time to blend that together yeah. and Give everybody that little feel and then we'll rock from there. Okay. Well, so let me, let me back up a little bit. So the, the product yeah. itself, right. We we wanted something, you know, we, we have basically some science, right. Some knowledge, some know-how and some uh, very interesting uh, uh, tricks and physics and, and the embodiment of that, we wanted something that would easily be deployed, either be in a field, a warehouse, a restaurant or a home. Right. And, 
which, and we want it to be economical, meaning cost pennies. We also, the third thing, right, which is the most important, right, is, is we didn't want to make an, a negative impact on the world, right? So how do we build something that in time could disappear, right? So all of those, you know, that's, that's really why I fell in love with CyberPack is it really gave you an opportunity to build a product that was meaningful, impactful, but also disappeared. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the, the, the drop-in, which you, 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 uh, you are hiding right now, I'm hiding. <laughs> right. It's the hiding. perfect embodiment of, of what we do in the produce space. Right. You know, it's very low impact, no capital expenditure from a farm. No, you know, you don't need a and there's no flavor profile. There's no instruction manual. You just drop it in. And that's why we kind of name our products to the uh, uh, around, you know, the actual physical. What do you need to do with it? Well, you just need to drop it in. And what does it do? It gives you 10 days or more, you know, of shelf life out of, out of your produce, right? Your delicate produce is kind of what we affect. And, and the, the unique space that we're in, right, is, is those items, you know, we're not coding them. We're not, we're not altering them. Then we're not affecting them with chemicals. We're leveraging physics, right? And that mm-hmm. physics that we're taking advantage of is really dew point, which is a subset of the thermodynamics that you talked about. You know, right. thermodynamics really is, is how does temperature affect energy, right? And that energy could be mechanical. It could be electrical. It could be all sorts of things, right? So um, the, the unique technology that we have, right, is, 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 is really like, how do, we, how do we leverage this thermal dynamic, this dew point temperature to help control the atmosphere? So our technology, we coined the phrase as ACT, Act, Saber Pack Act Technology. That's atmospheric control and transmission. And, and through that, we're able to keep food fresher, longer. I mean, basically preserve an environment that promotes health of the leafy greens and produce that we're in the container with. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I want to get into that. I want to dive into both sectors here. But what's 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 it actually made of? Can you I mean, is it you know, is it, it uh, it's I mean, it's 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 rocket science. It's water. It's plant pulp. You know, it's right. it's uh, you know, it's relatively simple. And that's again, that goes into, the, you know, why I got so excited about this product is we're not we're not altering, we're not doing any, like it's not chemically binding, you know, it's not changing the food. We literally are, are, are just leveraging uh, the differences in temperature to control humidity, thus reducing, you know, uh, free moisture and microbial growth, right. all the things that, that accelerate decay, right? And that, decay, right, like, yeah. that's a really simple thing that we're trying to do is make things dec- decay slower, right? I love it. Well, you're working with Mother Nature, not against her. And I love that. We are right? leveraging Mother Nature. Yeah, she's yeah, our friend exactly. at and this I, point. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And, you know, when you look at some of these things that are out there in the ag tech space and what's going on, some of these guys try to play Mother Nature as opposed to work with Mother Nature. And I think that part's dangerous. I think when you're working with her and you come alongside your point, using plant pulp, different things that are there. I think it's incredibly powerful. So let's talk yep. a little bit for our produce friends a little bit. You know, how does this apply to produce? Uh, so we're, we're more on the delicate produce side. So like berries, leafy greens, uh, we're doing stuff in the exotic, exotic fruit area. Um, these are items that tend to be very fragile, right? And, and they're most susceptible to, to cold chain breaks, right? Cold chain right. break is, you know, can happen at a warehouse, can, can happen, you know, between a truck and a refrigerator. Like they happen all the time and they're very frequent. Well, that, that change in temperature is, is what we're trying to control, right? Because it accelerates respiration, accelerates humidity, accelerates um, things that promote decay. 
And by us being in there and acting as, uh, you know, the hall monitor, right? And saying, no, 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 we're, we got control of this. And, and we're just actually, you know, preserving the food a little bit longer and, and keeping it uh, more crisp. You know, all the things that are sensory that are important to us. Absolutely. Well, you know, one of the things I think is really, really cool is that you're really one of the first that have leaned into leafy greens. And, you know, that is a really big problem for these guys. Clamshell world that these folks live in. You know, um, and berries as well. I mean, you've got two really fragile items, for lack of a better word, that are out there. So, I, you know, how are the growers received this? I mean, they've got to be like, holy crap, we've got a solution here that's making a difference. Can you touch a little bit about that or maybe some feedback from the growing side? Yeah, I mean, on the, on the, that's, that's where a large part of our um, development is really done with these growers hand in hand, right, to understand their problems. Um, you know, we have some really fantastic partners, you know, very large partners that, you know, go from small scale farms to, you know, full automated factories. Um, and, and in that aspect, you know, they, they all feel the, the pains of, of supply chain, right? And the impacts of that on their, on basically the bottom line, right? The margins. And with our product, they're able to preserve those margins because they're able to deliver a better yield, right? Meaning, you know, instead of, you know, 80% of a truckload, they're getting, you know, 90, 90 or above, um, you know, and, and I, I think that's, that's the real power is, is, is we have an item that, you know, fits into the economics, the, the purpose of the business is so you can sell more and all that stuff. And then uh, we're, we're helping them really expand their business. Right. And, and most of the farmers that we're in relationships with are, are looking to how do I improve our margins and by improving their yield, but get their product further. But, uh, you know, dealing with the limitations of, of logistics and transportation, because it, it's a difficult subject right now. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. Well, there's yeah. so much pressure, you know, there's so much pressure put on the growers today and, and, and quite frankly, far too much to try to figure out how to get cheaper, how to do this, how to be more efficient, blah, 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 as opposed to what I believe is we need to have a conversation about the positive costs that are associated with food. You know, why you, you know, getting food, getting food cheap isn't necessarily the right answer. When you guys are really taking, I think, that kind of narrative to a next level, because you really are representing these guys that are stuck in a position of trying to find ways, right? Because that's what the retail community and consumer cons you know, community has been told that they need to be is cheap, right? And you guys are finding a way to try to elevate that and give these guys a fair chance in the runway to, to survive and to get rid of some of these major problems. So I think it's great, especially this leafy green stuff. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, but you're also seeing a lot of more collaboration on, on all levels of the supply chain. So you have retailers like, you know, in the last few weeks, I've talked to many retailers that actually are coming to us saying, you know, how, how can we how can we help our producers uh, or, or, you know, our growers, right, keep their food long, fresher longer? And so yeah. I think that's, that's the importance about the time that we're in. It's not just one party pushing the initiative, right? It's all parties. Yeah. It's consumers, it's uh, retailers, it's restaurateurs, and, it, and it's growers, right? Yeah. So when you have all those parties fitting in, like, I think, you know, with all that, you're going to find solutions. And, you know, we have, we have, uh, you know, partners in Colombia, we have partners in Mexico, we have partners in the US. And, you know, we are really working through not just the growers, but all, 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 all uh, stakeholders, right? So I love it. Um, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Now, is this stuff, can you use this with organic produce too? I'm assuming it's, you can. 100%. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah. it's really, it's really a piece of packaging. If you really get down right. to, you know, how is it classified? So, you know, we're 100%, you know, 
I guess we fall within the FDA, you know, safe for food contact, you know, sure. memorandum. And um, so we're, we are not emitting or doing anything to alter or coat the food. I mean, that's, that's like a big thing that, you know, as part of our education, you know, with new customers is like, we're not touching your food, you know, we're just breathing and, and cleaning and scrubbing the air, that atmosphere control transmission right. side that I talked about. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love yep. it. It's so cool. You know, and so I want to shift gears a little bit out of the produce space, because I think that when you talk about this food service, I'm just going to use it as a big broad term, but you know, whether it's restaurant delivery, this and that, I mean, you guys are solving, and I think everybody can relate to this. It's ever gone and got a burger and whatever and fries and gone home. You're solving the soggy French fry problem. Let's be honest. Right. I mean, I hate to break it down, but it's like, you know, it's part of what you guys are doing is making this experience exactly like you just had your food dropped in front of you at the restaurant, but it took you 30 minutes to get home. And, you know, people get home and the food's looking rough, right? And, and, and it's not. It's looking soggy. Blame, yeah, well, they blame the restaurant. It's not the restaurant's fault, right? It's, it's point A yep. to point B is really the culprit. So, I, so I'd like to talk a little bit about what you guys are doing now. And if you wouldn't mind, I think it kind of leads into it. Talk about your partnership and what you guys have been doing with Cisco, because they have really stepped up and have turned into be, you know, a, a great partner for you guys in working, you know, to solve the problem that these, especially somebody like them, face every day with their clients. Yeah, I mean, I mean, our, our first and foremost, like, you know, our biggest partner, you know, in launching the company was was Cisco or launching our market. And, you know, they've been really, you know, great partners in the sense of like, we're, we're trying to build markets, right? We're market making, right? So there's a lot of yeah. education that has to go through and, you know, customer demos and all, all that kind of uh, stuff that takes a significant amount of time. And, and they've been with us, you know, um, you know, basically, you know, for a full year now, and and we're yeah. nationally distributed through all the warehouses. Um, you know, we're, uh, you know, they're out there day in day out. You know, pushing our product and talking about the benefits and and really focusing on, you know, what we're all trying to do is is deliver better food. Um, you know, which you know, in the in the end of the day, like that's the whole purpose of ordering is you want to be able to consume the food that you ordered. Um, and it is, it's a significant challenge for a lot of restaurants, right? They're, they're not only, you know, worried about, you know, you know, keeping the customers they have, keeping the margins, all that stuff, but it's, it's, you know, they go into business to produce food, right? So, um, we feel that, you know, that market is, is a, is a very important market for us to kind of tackle the greater problem, right? Which is, you know, how do we, how do we eliminate food waste by, you know, preserving restaurant grade food and keeping it as, as high quality as possible through that delivery, you know, window. So absolutely. And, and the way it works too, is you got a to go container and the, the, the drop it, in. It's our peel and stick. No, yeah, it's our peel it's and stick. You just peel yeah, it, it just stick it. it. Yeah. Stick it. Yeah. And you close it up and you're out. I mean, super simple, really easy. And I mean, yeah. I've, you know, I've looked, you know, I, I've gone online. I've looked at what you guys are doing. I've seen some of the videos, some of the pictures. It's amazing what you guys have created and the difference that it's making. I mean, it's a, it's a really powerful tool. Yeah, and, and it's only going to get more powerful, right? Like we're 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 doing a ton of product development, right? And and again, you know, that bigger overall opportunity, which is how do we deliver restaurant quality at the home? You know, and that that goes into it goes into heat, goes into food safety, it goes into you know this moisture thing that we're tackling right now. Um, so you know, expect to see a lot more uh, great great science, right? That's coming out from us, right? I love it. Well, that's what it's about, right? It's about science, and I love yeah. it. I, I think it's great. One of the things that I found was really interesting that you guys are working on, and I want to touch upon this because I think it's a it's a, it's a massive topic. 
Um, I want to talk a little bit about mold and foodborne pathogens, salmonella, E. coli, you know, basically food cooties, for lack of a better word, throw them all into one big basket. But, yeah. you know, what are you guys doing now to fight and protect, you know, uh, uh, with these issues at SaberPak? Yeah, so, so the base hits that we're able to do today, right, is, is you know, tackle microbial growth, you know, in produce, right, by, you know, eliminating free moisture and, and collecting, you know, maintaining environments. Um, you know, on the hot food side, you know, it's, it's simple things like sealing containers and things like that that can be done. Um, we, have, we have some really exciting IP in development that really deals with the pathogens that you're talking about, the foodborne illnesses, which is, a, right. is like for us, it's a huge topic, but also a huge uh, market uh, that we are investing a lot into. Um, but, you know, the market right now, it's, you know, it's like how it applies to produce, right, is the word is traceability. Right. right. You know, traceability is quite expensive, right? It involves technology and involves like a huge amount of infrastructure, right? To, to really go from the discovery of a problem, which is pretty far down the, the uh, supply chain, right? And then trace right. it back up to the source. And we're doing it the other way around, right? If, if we can be packaged and, and live with the food as early on as possible, we have the ability to identify, you know, problems, right? things that could be harmful, right? And, that, and that's really what I think is nuance about what we're looking at is, is how, do we, how do we find it as early as possible in, this, in, in the supply chain rather than trace it back in time? Um, you know, I think it, it, you know, it's inevitable that the further the food or the product gets in, in a supply chain, the more it costs, right? And sure. this goes back into the food waste side. Right. You've, you've invested a ton in getting it to that point in time and God forbid it gets to the home or gets, to, you know, beyond the shelf. Right. So how do we help as a company identify early on uh, of issues? Right. And, and really in this space right now, there's just really expensive infrastructure um, that, that takes to identify these things early on. How do we help small farms? Right. Or remote farms or you know, just smaller producers that may not have those kind of resources. How, how do we deliver something to them for pennies, right? That, that can help them with their, with their battle or uh, 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 what's a better word there, but just eliminating well, those like, kinds of their risks, struggle right? to Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And struggle to survive, to be all, and to be fair, right? Yeah. It's how, yeah. You know, we, we're, we're losing farmers. We're not gaining enough farmers. So how do we help who's here, get to, you know, keep producing food. So we all have something to eat. I mean, that's yeah. going to be really and, important. And to me, the bigger thing there, which, you know, is a bulk of our work is, is how do you do that in uh, lesser served uh, uh, communities? Yeah. Right. And, and that could be, that could be at a, at a, at a, rural, a rural community or a, a inner city community in the United States. But, you know, how do we even do that in, in lesser served communities outside, you know, in, in South America or, you know, globally. Right. And I, right. I think, right. again, like it, that's the exciting thing about SaberPack is, is we're looking at things from a global aspect, not just a singular market. I love it. So, big, you know, here's, here's the big, you know, so a stay tuned on the issues around pathogens because that's you know to your point I, you know when he's it's, you, it's amazing. There, there's some secret there's some things there's some things going on in the back room that are pretty exciting so that's gonna be exciting to watch yep. come out over the next so just the big what's left in 2022 so what's next for you guys i mean what what's on the horizon i mean we know that's kind of coming is there anything else exciting 
Uh, yeah, besides, I mean, there is, the course, there's, there's being a, on my broadcast, of course, being on this broadcast. <laughs> well, this, this is, uh, this is in the top 10, right? Definitely. Right. So I'm going to, if I covered. could hug you through Zoom, I would come hug you through Zoom if I could. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think it's more like the commercialization and getting through this, uh, this, this market, uh, education curves and getting people more yeah. aware, like, you know, we're making pushes into retail. We're making, pers- you know, and this is like with the consumer, um, we're also making pushes, you know, into retail with commercial uh, suppliers of produce. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, I, I think, you know, for this year, like produce is a big is a big push. Right. And then the other 50 percent right, is going to be in the hot food. Like uh, we have a lot of awesome, awesome stuff that's going to be coming out at the NRA show next month, which is the uh, National Restaurant Association show in, in right. Chicago. Um, you know, we have some partnerships that we're working on in that space. You know, we we are like nonstop, twenty four seven, working on tackling you know food waste in both of these verticals. I love it. I love it. It's exciting. It really is. I'm thrilled for you guys. I'm, I love what you guys are doing. I'm glad that I had the opportunity to kind of peel back the onion per se and kind of dive into what you're about because I think it's fantastic. I think too. I think that the the mindset and trajectory you guys have is really refreshing. I think it's really. Um, about the big picture, not the, you know, not the small picture. You're looking at, as yeah. you said earlier, a few minutes ago, about that global presence. What can we do? What does it mean? What does it mean to the guy that nobody knows that's in Colombia that's farming, who is completely relevant to feeding people in this country, right? Yep. How do we help all that? I think it's fantastic. I'm excited for you guys. I hope folks stay tuned. You know, um, I really do appreciate you coming on and sharing with us, um, telling us a story. You know, you have an open invitation to come back as you guys are rolling. You know, come on, let's keep talking about it. You, you got a friend of me when you want to talk about eliminating food waste. Grease consumption. I, I think talking about it is what we need to do. Talk about more, yeah. you know, get more pe- people fired up and, and educated in this space. I, I think, uh, you know, there's a tremendous amount of opportunity, but there's a tremendous amount of problems to solve. Um, you know, global, global uh, you know, f- supply of food is a global effort, right? And, yeah. and it's a global problem. So, you know, more hands on deck here, buddy. Yeah, 100% agree. And I don't necessarily, you know, it, you make a really good point about being a global problem. And I think people need to recognize that, that, you know, the the food supply is not what's in your grocery store. The food supply is a global thing, right? And we have to keep looking at it like that because if the global issue gets out of hand, your grocery store is going to have a problem, right? So we have to be mindful of that. And these solutions like you guys are making at SaberPack, I think is fantastic. So again, open invitation, come back, come hang with me. Love to do it. I'll see you down in the OC for a cocktail. I was told, and yep. uh, and beer buddy, uh, beer. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm good for I'm, a beer I'm, anytime. I am your beer buddy. I, I told you we <laughs> we should have beers on this one. I told you we should have done. It. So no, absolutely. I appreciate you being here. Thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate hey, it, Todd. This is this has been great. Again, top ten for the year. So appreciate the time. I love it, brother. You're scoring more points now. I got to buy beer after that. Hey, everybody. Thanks for being here and watching us. We appreciate it. Go check out Saber Pack. It's worthy. Let's go. That's why they're here, man. We got to uplift these things. We got to make this happen. We have to make a difference. And this is a company that's doing it for us. So like I tell you all the time, go and fire somebody. This is an inspiring company. Get on the website, check them out, call Grant. Go answer the emails. Let's get the ball rolling. Let's make a difference to this planet. Thanks for watching. We'll see you on social media because that's where the cool kids are. That's where we are. Check us out, Todd Versation, Todd Bits. We're all over the place. We appreciate you. Take care. Bye, everybody. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody.